The following is a broadcast service of Kentucky Wesleyan College and WKWC 90.3 FM. Welcome to the Wesleyan Airway Show, where we get to discuss a myriad of topics with very interesting people. I am honored today to have my provost and vice president for academic affairs, Dr. James Cousins. James, welcome. Thank you. President Mitzel, it's such a pleasure to be here with you today. Well, I don't well, know about very interesting. But. Well, I, I would say you're extremely interesting. Okay. And, and and given our schedules, I've seen both of our calendars. You're a much more busy person than me. So I thank you for taking the time to come in. And, and you've been on my show once before. Before. I have, yeah. I think a month before I started officially. You did so for the for those out there. Can you tell them when you began? You're still fairly new. Uh, yeah. So maybe a, about a year and a half. July first of 2021 was mm-hmm. my start date, and uh, been here since that time. So I made it through an entire academic year. Now into my second. And, uh, you know, enjoying it. Family came from Kalamazoo, Michigan, to remind yes. everyone. So um, we, we escaped the snow last year. There was a lot of snow in Michigan, not not as much in uh, in Owensboro. And, and this year we're holding out for a, a nice mild winter. Well, that is what we are hoping, although the Almanac is sta- stating that we're going to have a little more harsh winter. But last year we had snow on the ground for about two weeks, which for this area was a lot. The, the and- Almanac. Yes, that, we still go with the okay. almanac. It's just as accurate as as anything. All right, and planting during the waxing moon and I do yes, well good. on the harvest moon good. and right. the reaping moon. I it, we still go by those phases. Good for you. All right. Oh yeah, yeah. I got the horse tied up outside, and I'll be riding away when I'm finished. So, well, yes. so, so you're in your second year. Yes, and the last time I had you on my show, we discussed all of your hopes and mm. visions and aspirations. What has happened in that time? Well, I think we've come a long way. I, well, I've come a long way. I think the school, <laughs> um, I think, uh, no, we've, we've been able to really uh, accomplish a lot. And that's, you know, it's not me as much as the campus coming back from COVID. Mm-hmm. And my, my entry corresponded with a return to normalcy. Um, and uh, that's right. I entered when COVID first hit. You entered as it was right. finally waning. Right. Just right. like the moon. Yeah, that's exactly, <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly right. So, uh, you know, and, and got to experience that in the transition period. We, you know, and, and I think 21, 21, uh, 22 was a time of transition for the mm-hmm. campus. We still masked a, a lot of the year. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, vaccines were, you know, uh, in common use, um, getting used to uh, environments where we didn't have to social distance as much. Right. And right. Uh, we could be around each other and see each other without masks on and and uh, less reliance on kind of virtual learning. And um, so it was it was a really unique opportunity to still stressful, still still difficult right. for people, but made some great strides in that. That's and, I great. Think, and I think this year coming back, having seen that and and un- really understanding you know what people um you know i you know in my uh, the institution i came through what a lot of people went through um and uh but, but what you you get a sense for this year is just how how invigorated yes. folks are on campus and i think that's the that's the theme of this year is is there's a spirit of of energy and of yes. excitement and enthusiasm for not just you know return to that normalcy but for all the great things pent up you know interests and and uh, enthusiasms for the past well, i think people for the first time recognize that your life can be upended and 
moved in ways and you could be isolated much more quickly than you ever thought. And you and I have talked about this before, but one of the things I think we both realized people talk about online learning and talk about how higher education is going to move away from traditional brick and mortar to online learning. And what we found during COVID or what I saw anyway, and you can, you can refute if you would like, but, but I found, but, but the kids need to be learning in a group. They don't want to be isolated at home in a basement, looking at a computer screen. They want to be in groups. If you're up at two 30 in the morning, it's easier to do that when you're in a group of supporters right. than by yourself. And uh, did you recognize that from your area? Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, you know, that I've seen the, the kind of, uh, you know, online learning from uh, its inception, but, you know, I think I took, I took one of the first online courses uh, offered or the first online course offered at, at the Ohio state. And was it on um, the almanac? No, it was not, no, okay. but it was, uh, it was a communications <laughs> class and um, still really didn't trust that the professor had sure. us in there every three weeks to make sure we were still, you know, doing our assignments and things. But, um, and there's some great benefits, obviously. It's a oh, force multiplier and you can bring in expertise from outside and really augment some of the great, you know, uh, uh, work that we do on campus here. Um, but you're absolutely right. I think one of the central benefits of an education is, you know, uh, the cultivation of talents and skills in the context of others. So your ability to to get in a room and really synergize yes. with other people, defend a point um, and argue a point in yes. front of others, that that emotional connection that you have with with uh, your your peers. Right. There's there's no uh, duplication of that right now. You really you, there's no way to mirror that in an online environment. Now, we can we can work around it, but you know, um, and, and certainly, um, I think we do an exceptional job with our online education, but, uh, you know, ultimately, you know, it's that human connection that we all really, I agree. And, and you see that even outside of a- academics. I, oh, sure. I think what, one of the ironic things, everybody says, well, online learning, you can do this on your own. You can do it anywhere you want. But then when we look at any other activity, people understand the importance of the group when you're be it athletics, be it a social event, uh, going to church on Sunday, not only is it spiritual, but it is actually, it's a, it's a social gathering as well. People need to be around others. They need to have, as you said, the collective thought process and the collective is always better than the loan. That's right. And I agree with all that. And I I also think, you know, uh, accountability is, is really important. Um, And you need people to, you know, iron sharpens iron and you need people to drive (laughs) you to greater levels of uh, success or achievement than you otherwise couldn't accomplish on your own. Correct. It's hard to do the, you know, it's hard to study Greek <laughs> in isolation, right? It's, yes. Uh, when you're called on the carpet, when your, you know, professor, or your instructor is asking you to decline and conjugate in real time. Yep. I mean, that really puts you under the gun or when you, you know, uh, have to defend a point or when you have to sort of articulate a complex or complicated idea. Um, you know, you can, the, the time that you take in, in class and to, to experience these things as a collective, there's really not a great, um, uh, you know, duplicate for. No, I agree with you. And, and you see that. And I, I just remember when I was an undergraduate, the study groups and sure. you would set that date, you would go, you, you were beholden to that group to be a part of them, to 
to have that input, to make them better than if you were not there. And, and again, you see that in academics, you see that I, when I was uh, competitively running, we would get together in the mornings, you're, you're getting up at 530 in the morning, chances of you doing that alone, especially at the age of 19, is pretty slow or yeah. pretty low. But when you know that there are three or four other people who are looking at you as, the, as being a responsible member of that group, you tend to show up. Sure. What, what is your opinion of study groups? So academically adrift, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with that at all, really argues against study groups and says, I know. You know, diminishing returns. Um, yeah, but, but what's, your, what's your take on study groups? If you have the right people, they can be very good. Mm-hmm. I had uh, about four people with whom I would study uh, in, as an undergraduate. And we, I think collectively, we're much better than by ourselves. And we all had to prepare going in. And I know in, in academically drifted is that, that if you aren't looking at it on your own, if you aren't making your own mistakes, you don't learn it as well. But when we would go in, we would, we would work on different parts of the problem or project, whatever it was. And then we'd kind of compare notes and kind of, and, and from there you've already done the work and then you get to look and see what others have done, but you have to find that right group. Mm-hmm. And it's with anything, right? You have to find that right group. And if you aren't, if you, if people are not working at the same, I don't want to say same academic level, but, but at the same energy input, mm-hmm. then it doesn't work. Right. If you have somebody who's, who's going in just to sort of try to ride coattails, right. that doesn't work. Yeah. If you have somebody who's going in and they think they have to dominate, it doesn't work. Yeah, so. I, I'd agree with that. And, you know, it's uh, the old saying, you know, you're the average of your five closest friends. <laughs> I think if you surround yourself, you know, fly with the eagle, surround yourself with people that are disciplined, that can, you know, hold each other accountable, who can keep on a schedule. Well, in my case, so you have to talk to the people who are in my group. So I might have been, I might have been studying with people who were flying much higher than me. <laughs> and that's why I liked it so much. <laughs> but that is the trend towards collaborative learning, towards, you know, um, you know, getting students out in, in the space and so many of our plans and what we've seen work uh, effectively in the Student Success Center and the mm-hmm. library study groups, um, guided study. So, uh, you know, I, I argue we had the author at my former institution, we had the author come in and and speak. And I, I think there's some compelling data, but I think you're right. You have to be very, you just have to be very self-selected and you have to take initiative as a student. Well, and you also have to be willing to do much on your own. You, you can't have a hundred percent group study. Mm-hmm. It, it, that does not work. It, it, it's the same as anything. And here I'll go again to athletics. If you could run in a group, but at some point when you're doing speed workouts or, or, uh, steady state type of running everybody's at a slightly different level in those cases you are going to end up being by yourself you have to be able to push through those barriers too Mm -hmm. so it's a combination of the group and the self and in academically adrift i i think he went a little bit too far to the self only And, and i think that having the group there is good because it brings in those outside areas, which you may never think on your own. Right. Uh, right. But you're all, you're, he, he's also very correct that if all you do is group study, mm-hmm. then you don't think on your own. You keep waiting for everyone else to put in their input and you're sure, done. Sure. But we're all looking for models. I think that's the, the point. We're all looking for models of behavior. And, and, you know, if you're coming in from a background that where we're studying really wasn't something you did or you didn't right. hang around, uh, you know, your, your peers in high school or, um, you know, weren't, weren't the type to kind of get there and really have a disciplined attitude towards it. Now's your opportunity to come in and understand what that environment is. Right. Um, and, you know, same could be said for people that have, you know, character traits that you want to aspire to. And we you have bet. some exceptional students here. Uh, and we also have some exceptional character role models for students to follow. And, you know, we are small enough where, um, you know, our faculty can take a, a very personal 
um, you know, sort of hands-on approach with our student. And I think, so that, that was the other, you know, one of my great learnings, and I don't know if you ask it just that way, but, you know, um, one of the things that I was really impressed with, I think immediately, and I've gained my in appreciation for over the time that I've been here, is just how involved our faculty are with students and not yeah, in a way that, where they're trying to step out and be noticed for, oh, look what I did. I did this. Right. And that it's just out of habit. And they're here on the weekends and they're here late and they're here early. Yeah. Um, they they have a driving passion. All Every member of our faculty is here because not because they they couldn't get a job anywhere else a lot of them are hot, highly sought after oh you bet they wanted this experience they wanted they wanted that in that that very personal uh intimate connection with with students and ability to shape lives what i always say that that being a faculty member at a small institution as as is kwc is is one of the most difficult jobs mm. you can have. You're wearing so many different hats. You're a teacher. You're a researcher. You're an advisor. You're a parent. You're a you're uh, at some point a just a colleague, and, and uh, your shoulder on which to cry. You're a disciplinarian. You're you're everything to to these students, and it, that's an extremely difficult position in which to be. But I also say it's the most satisfying career anybody will ever have. And, and that's why our faculty are here. They aren't here because it's easy. Right. They're here because it's satisfying. And they're here because you get to watch those young minds be shaped and you get to watch them go off and do really good things and then come back. Yeah. They, they come back and it's so much fun. So we're, we're, we, we don't have a lot of time. And, and I, I have to say, for most people thinking of a vice president of academic affairs, think of sort of, uh, sort of the nerdy type in the library most of the day not really doing much, you know, vitamin D deficient. Uh, so what do you do outside of your position? Wow. Well, that's a great question. You know, there, there isn't much time outside my position. And I tell people that really, I think when you, when you go into higher education as a faculty member, which I was for many years, and then in administration, it's, it's a lifestyle. It's an mm -hmm. identity. It is all those things. And then you make time for everything else mm -hmm. outside of that. But it is, you know, really just kind of core to my being. Um, I, I do like to get outside. I, I play bad golf. I'm not a, I'm not a good golfer. I do enjoy well, you're better golf. better than me. So that says a lot about well, my game. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for that. Thanks for debasing my entire golf game. <laughs> but I like that. I have a six-year-old that I run around after, and I have a, a lovely wife that I've uh, been married for 11 years now. Congratulations. And, um, well, thank you. And, um, and yeah, we, we enjoy, you know, we enjoy just being being together and Great. being out in the community. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I do a lot of reading. <laughs> but I try to supplement. As should everyone. I try, I try to supplement that with... Uh, with some good outdoor activity with the family and, and some really, really bad golf. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. And Owensboro is just such a wonderful town to be in. It um, is. Not, not, you know, the golf is great here, yeah. um, but, but the people are better. <laughs> well, and, and I guess where I was going with that, James, is that uh, people look at VPAs and they think that, that you're sort of born into that position and you're not, you, 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 we were all, you know, I've been a VPAA. I'm president now. You're VPAA. Someday you'll probably be a president somewhere. And, 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 and we all grew up in the normal fashion. We all went to school. We all had the same questions, the same fears, sure. the, the same backgrounds to overcome in, in many cases. Uh, and we just kept that goal in mind and kept pushing. And that's what we hope for every one of our students is that they continue to keep pushing, regardless of what is their goal. Right. That when you're done here, as a student, you're not done. You're just really beginning. Well, and that's such a great note to end on maybe, but you know, that you really in life, the trick is to prepare yourself for 
anything. (laughs) You really never know where the road is going to take you, that you have certain sort of predilections and and aspirations and habits of mind, but, but to really, you know, dig in, to grind through things and to take lessons, um, where they, where you find them, uh, and then to grow and evolve and be shaped by your circumstances, um, and try to, you know, be a shape or rather than, and, and someone who's also shaped, but, yeah, I, I didn't expect to find myself in this role. I don't think anybody goes to graduate school sort of aspiring to be a, a provost. Um, <laughs> but it's it's a role that you grow into because you see need and you really enjoy, obviously, the work. Um, and, um, you know, uh, and by hel- helping the faculty, you're really helping the students. I think so. By I think- giving them what, giving the faculty their tools that they need and the freedom to do what they need, you're really helping the students. Well, that's that's my job is to support everyone. Everyone is my boss at this institution, and uh, my job is to make sure that it's, we're we're highly functioning and people need, have what they need to be successful. Students oh. have the faculty and the, uh, the faculty have the resources. Well, it's great to have you here. Thank you. And uh, we are officially out of time so i always like to give my guest the last word on the show so is there anything that you would like to leave our listeners with as we well, that's a great question off? um so many things but um i would just encourage everyone to um you know get out and enjoy the warm weather <laughs> last days <laughs> of fall here uh before no but um no, just to, if you're in Owensboro, if you're in Davis County, to come by campus, really, and just see the and experience some of the great things that we have going on. Um, come to a, uh, a volleyball game, come to one of our, our home sporting events, our soccer teams are doing ex- exceptionally well, and just experience the, the environment and the atmosphere of a small town, yeah. quintessential small town, um, small liberal arts college, and just uh, be invigorated by it, because it's something that's just so y- unique, I think. Uh, to America and um, and it's a real treasure and, and it's a great experience it's it's something that you know uh, that I love I, I wake up excited every morning to come into work that's that's the truth and um, and it's just it's a fun atmosphere to be in and, and I just I hope everybody can experience that just you know a couple times in their lives just to come and, and just see what this environment is that's a great way to end so for all of you out there be kind to each other and especially be kind to yourself And I'm going to leave you with this one thought as we go into the fall and we look at some potentially rainy weather. If you get caught in the rain, act like you're five, hop around in it, have some fun. Until next time, goodbye. The proceeding was a broadcast service of Kentucky Wesleyan College and WKWC. Cannot be reproduced, rebroadcast, or recorded without written permission by the show's host, WKWC, or Kentucky Wesleyan College.